Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They send me in to talk about crazy things. <laughs> and that's where we're going to start. But um, uh, God's not going to leave you there. So uh, I'm Brad Owen, and I'm one of the elders here. Our job is to be chief repenters and to support and care for you in uh, ways you don't see and directly to you. So uh, find an elder and uh, we'll pray with you, uh, support you as we can. Uh, but we already are praying for you, even though you don't know it sometimes. So, Well, I got the call, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was the 1-800, hey Brad. Uh, so, uh, and it's a, it's a pleasure to do it. Um, this is actually a passage that is near and dear to my heart for a lot of reasons that I want to show you. But really, I most, most want to see how near and dear uh, this is to God's heart. And that's what I want you to leave here. Not with how clever it's going to sound, but um, just how amazing, how amazing this rescue is. So let's go to one of the most dramatic portions of the entire Bible. All right, so let's go to do our, uh, we'll prepare to do our central text today. So uh, we uh, have put this together for you. So we're going to do our central text. Uh, it is really long. And I know Presbyterians like to go up and down in their seats, um, but why don't we, uh, I tell you what, let's stand. Come on, what's going to happen? Let's stand, but if you can't stand strong with your heart, as we uh, take a look at this passage from the book of Mark. They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerizines, and when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but, the wretched, uh, but he wrenched the chains apart, and he broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar... He ran, and he fell down before him, and crying out in a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. And he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now, a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, saying, Send us to the pigs, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs, and the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank and into the sea and drowned in the sea. And the herdsmen fled <laughs> and told it in the city and in the country, and the people came to see what, see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus. And they saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had the legion sitting there, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they began to beg Jesus to depart from their region. And he was getting into the boat. The man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. And he did not permit him, but said to him, 
Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And everyone marveled. This is the really dramatic word of God. You may be seated. Now, one section that was in there is that he asked his name. This is Jesus' intervention. He asked the man his name. He kind of asked him, what name has been given you that's really not your name? And the man said, Legion, for we are many. All right, well, let's get into that text a little bit, shall we? All right, let's roll the exciting first part here. We're going to roll my, uh, my clever slide, Pagans, Pigs, Power, and Peace. All right, man. Yeah, pigs, man. We're going to get down with the pigs. All right, what the devil is going on in Mark? Let's take a look. We'll be like, you know, I wish we're like a big Sunday school class. For those of you who remember flannel grams, do you remember those? Could you imagine doing a flannel gram of a naked, crazy guy coming to Jesus, you know? And here he is right here. And oh my goodness. Um, this is, you can't put it on a flannel gram. It's really an amazing portion of the Bible. Uh, Mark, you know, Mark is absolutely, I mean, it's like the. Uh, it's like the fast, uh, it's like the movies that show you scene, 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 scene. Because remember, we're going through the book of Mark, and that's what he's doing. And then Jesus went here, and then Jesus did this, and then Jesus did that. So if you have a little bit of, you know, overexciting things like me, it's a great book to go through because it goes very fast, and it's very exciting. Let's take a look where we're going next with this thing. All right, so, yeah. Hey, Jesus, I'm not following. Hey, listen, this whole series is about following. Now, following Jesus on this little adventure is rough. Now, right before this happened, right? Right before this happened, before the happened in the, in the tombs, Jesus had, uh, he had been speaking to the crowd, and then he said, hey, we're going to go to the other side of the sea, or the lake, Sea of Galilee. We're going to go to the other side. It's about, they're going to take about a six-mile trip, right? Uh, a three-hour tour. Now, they're going to, now, listen, it's a long way, okay? But these are fishermen, man. They've been on this thing a lot. They are professionals, okay? This is not going to be a problem. Six miles, bad, man. We've done this a whole bunch of times. And they head across. And they hit some rough, rough water. I mean, it was bad. When you scare sailors, okay, y'all, it's bad. You know, I'm serious, you know? Uh, so they are, they're, they're pretty frightened, all right? So in this whole scene, remember, this is really, really cool, dramatic stuff, and it really happened. This isn't a bunch of stories that didn't happen. I'm telling you, this is confirmed stuff. This is not just stuff they made up, okay? You can't make it up. So Jesus is like sleeping, and they kind of, remember, they kind of like, say, hey, why are you sleeping? So Jesus kind of gets up, and he shouts at the wind, okay? And uh, my, uh, my, uh, my dad and my mom uh, uh, have Middle Eastern background, and they would, uh, my dad would tell me the, Arab, the Aramaic of what he told the wind is basically, it's kind of abrupt. He, kind of, he basically just said, shut up. Kind of, you know? And, 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 he told, and you know what it did? It obeyed. It obeyed. It followed Jesus. The world, the nature that is broken followed Jesus. And it went, <laughs> didn't make that noise. And that's not biblical calm down 
So now you got these now. They've been fighting this thing. It's really rough. They're tired. They're just amazed because he can control. I mean, why not follow him? He can control the wind, the waves, and the sea. Now, the connotations of the sea to the readers of the time, and really to us as well, but the connotations to the readers of the time, the sea was, was also akin to chaos. It's bigger than you. It's difficult. And it's often, if you, you can actually make a parallel to what the Spirit did over the water. So you go back to Genesis. See, this, they, they're, they're starting to get a clue who he was. Because in the book of Genesis, remember, the Spirit kind of hovered over the deep, the water, the chaos. Now, unlike any creation story, i got to go back just a second. Unlike any creation story, God did not wrestle with anything. See, most creation stories from other cultures, you know, how did he get created? Well, he wrestled with a dragon, and he ripped his jaw, and he threw it over here, and that was the land. Threw it over here, that... The Spirit, the God, he just spoke. That's n- nobody does that. Like, that's, that's unique. He spoke, and out of nothing, ex nihilo, out of nothing, papush. Not that noise, but it just came about. So everything came in creation. All right, so this is so, so again, go now fast forward to where we're here. And it, see, the disciples are getting a big clue. Then when he goes, shut up, or it's calm to calm. Oh, sorry, I can't do that. Calm the water, be, be silent. Um, and the water's calm. They're like, uh-oh, is this the guy, is this the guy back in Genesis? Uh-oh. Right? All right, so that's the kind of setting the stage for you. No struggle. <laughs> Jesus didn't do the old incantations. Doo-doo. Every time we do these magic people, like when we write stories, they do the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. They do some sort of like all these incantations. Basically, Jesus just says, stop, and it happens. All right, let's go on. Okay, yeah, uh, well, I don't know. Let's take, just to take a look at that one there. I, yeah, thanks, 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 thanks. Okay, not going to reread that again. Okay, so these guys are really tired. They've been fighting the wind. They're amazed by this. Woo, it's been a long night. So, hey, we're going east. Now, to y'all, going east is no big deal. Well, actually, if you go east here, you're going to the Atlantic. But, but I mean, if you go east in that culture, remember, you're in the heavy, heavy uh, there's lots of Jews on this side of the Sea of Galilee. You head this way across to the east. You're going to, like, modern-day Jordan. Now you're like, ha, great. We're going to have great kibbe. We're going to have great fret. No, 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 no. Jews head east. Dun, 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 dun. You're heading to places that are not friendly. If you, I'm telling you, the disciples knew we're heading east. Okay, well, maybe we're going somewhere nice. Maybe we're going to a positive area here. Maybe they're going to really, like, cheer us. Yay! Now, there's not really a lot of yay. There's nobody that went ahead of him. There's nobody that's saying, Jesus is coming. No, because remember, they're on the water, rough night. They, when they disembark here, they, they disembark in a, in, a, in a pagan Gentile land. Pretty, I mean, there's Jews there, I know, I know, I know. We're getting to the pigs in just a second. But this is a rough, this is a tough place for them, all right? So they, they, they disembark, and so this guy, now this, is, this story is also, you could also, read, please read this. Don't just take my word for it, read it. Uh, Mark, Matthew, uh, uh, Luke as well, the story's told. And, uh, oh, and don't get all caught up in it was one guy versus two guys. Oh, inconsistency in the Bible. Eh. No, no, no. Have you read, have you ever read a news story about a major event? If they're all identical, 
if all 15 newspapers or all 15 news channels had the exact words, what would you think's going on? Right? So there's an emphasis here in this guy. He comes running down the hill. Wow. So here they are. They're hoping to be a nice little thing. They get off at this place. It doesn't really look too great. They get off this place. Um, go ahead and give me the next one. So they get off this place, right? And they, get off, and they see these little caves. And I'm telling you what, there's not some cute fluffy bears in those caves, let me tell you. They know what those caves are about, man. Okay? See, these guys know. See, this is how they buried people, man. Uh, people, my brothers and sisters. This is how they buried people. They hewn the rock and they put people in there, right? That's part of it. These are, so now, I'm going across the rock. Here are some tombs. And so who's come for the greeting? Okay? This guy comes running at him. Look, I, like, remember, we, we saw that it's not, un, it's not untoward for me to tell you that he was likely naked. Okay? Because remember, it said he was clothed in his right mind. He was likely naked. He'd been in chains. He probably ripped him off. He'd been cutting himself. He's possessed by a demon. Not my words. I'm just saying the text says that. And he's coming down the hill. Wah! Okay? I, know. I think what's funny is you don't hear anything from the disciples at this point. It's all Jesus. I think the disciples, you know, I looked at a lot of these ancient pictures. I, mean, I hope I have a good one where, 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 where the disciples are like, nothing to see here. Um, you know, so he's coming down here, right? So, uh, Hedy, yeah, East, I did that. Gave your, oh, no, no, stay on that one. I appreciate you. No, stay, thank you, my man. Uh, naked man, running, screaming, cutting, cutting self, bleeding, crying out. Okay, demon possessed. All right. I'll roll me one more. Okay. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran down. And unlike he did with probably everybody else who hang, hung out at the tombs, okay, remember? Because they couldn't, you know, in other passages of the Bible, this guy could not be restrained. That's why they had him in chains. He would rip the chains. He was aggressive. He was violent. It was probably hard to go to these tombs. But see, people who had mental illness or demon possession Okay, I'm going to just use both now because I've, I've got a real, you know, I have a diverse crowd. I, whichever way you go, okay, they put them there. That was the treatment facility, the tombs. That's where you're going to have your house. You're going to hang out. They just warehouse them, man. In this case, it's a couple guys as far as we know from the text. Um, okay, so he comes, he runs down there, uh, and he fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus? Now, if it would have stopped there, that's amazing. That's amazing. He's called him Jesus. How did he know his name? Hmm? I don't know. There, again, there was no advanced party going ahead of this, okay? Jesus. And then he throws this in here. Son of the Most High God. The disciples hadn't even called him that. Dun, 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 dun. So this is, this is a supernatural event. Anyone want to slice the pie? Oh, no, this is just a mentally ill guy. I don't know. His theology is looking solid. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's, he's been to seminary. Sorry, Patrick. Uh, okay. Uh, what have you to do with me? I adjure you by God. Do not torment me. Okay, and I know there's a slide missing. Sorry, that was me. That's not him. That's me. That's my. Okay, I'll, so go, go ahead and roll me one more. Okay, I got to do this. Yeah, okay, all right. Now, don't tell anybody. I try to lay low. I try not to tell people this. 
but uh, I'm a recovering psychologist. <laughs> and uh, I'm recovering from myself, basically. It's a lifelong process. Join me in the group, by the way. Uh, was this mental illness or demon possession? I don't know. Let's ask Jesus. For he, Jesus, was saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, well, let's stop there. Look, there's words for come out of the man, you person with anxiety. Be anxious for nothing. Do not be forlorn. Do not be sad. It's not what he did. He didn't, this is not really a mental illness intervention. And I'm not saying that there's not a spiritual component to mental illness. There's a spiritual component. Trust me. Well, some of you are looking back at me and you know. I know. Why do you think I became a psychologist? But anyway, okay. Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. Okay, now, in, in, uh, right away, those of you who are psychologists, social workers, LPCs, LMFTs, uh, ABCDs, you guys are already looking for the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. You're flipping through it, or you're on your phone, and you're going to Dissociative Identity Disorder. Dissociative identity disorder. It used to be called Multiple Personality Disorders, and that's usually where people kind of fall. They don't want to go down the demon possession route here. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jesus just kind of made it clear. I don't know what to do with it. Not just, it's, it's, it's certainly more than mental illness, whatever's going on. And frankly, there's a lot of trauma living in tombs. You know what I'm saying? He's cutting on himself. These demons are tearing him apart. You know what I mean? So he asked him his name. Uh, he says, so, but inside of there, they call him Legion. Now, of course, you know, you probably have heard other folks talk about this. Well, Legion, what's up with that? Now, remember, they're on kind of, who's in control? Imperial. This is like a Sunday school class. You can also talk back. I know, it's not very Presbyterian. Who's in control of this area? That's usually the sign for Roman. There used to be this, uh, this bread company, you know, that had Roman bread. Romans, the Romans are in control here, okay? The Romans are here. So this is actually a very, it's a very uh, timely reference. Uh, a, le a legion of soldiers is about 6,000. It could be four to six. There's actually a number that Caesar Augustus gave to it. I don't remember what it was. He actually made a number. He's a really precise dude. But the point is, it's a lot. Okay, this guy's been struggling with this. So yeah, is mental illness have a spiritual... Dude, Brad, Brad, listen. Doesn't Seroquel and Celexa take care of all this? Doesn't some Halperidol? What are we doing here, man? Um, does it take care of everything? I've been... I, I, uh, 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 no. No, that first movie clip you saw, if, if you've struggled with mental illness or you've struggled with a person that has mental illness, uh, yeah, the meds help. It gives you sort of a, a window of opportunity to, like, have life, you know, housing, work, community inclusion, hang out with us, right? That's kind of, that also helps people recover. But anyway, uh, but there is a component that is spiritual. Now, are there people that just are demon-possessed? Nowadays, Brad, modern guy...
No, the green, oh, the, ah, the light is green. The trap should be clean. Okay, so here we go. So let's roll to the, let's, let's roll to the next one. Boy, some people got that one. You guys are from the 80s, man. Okay, all right, uh, follow Jesus. Start with who, so now we're going to follow Jesus, right? Right, and thank God he's following us first. But we're going to follow Jesus, right? We're going to start with who is he? Who is this guy? Is he just a man? Got some cool things to say? Wears sandals? He's just like some wise guru? Nope. Much, much, abundantly much more. Infinitely. Mark 5. And when he saw Jesus from far, he fell down. The crowd outside. What do you have to do with me, son of the most holy God? I adjure you by God not to torment me. He makes a proclamation of who he is. He's the son of the most high God. That's who showed up today. I think it's as much for the disciples to see that as that man. Because, let's roll again. Hey, listen, so I want to do a little slide for you, a little biblical like, overview, not like I'm you know, the, the guy, but I'm just saying, let's take a look at what the God worshiper said about Jesus, and let's take a look at what the pagan said. Well, let's check it out here. Well, God, usually the worshipers of God, this is only just a few excerpts, right? Uh, they called him Beelzebub. Uh, they said they thought he had a demon. And then Mark 6 is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary? Uh-oh, did you hear what they called him? Did you hear what they called him just then? This is, these are the worshipers, the believers in God. <laughs> he said they called him, uh, 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 is not the carpenter, the son of Mary. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's not how you refer to people back then. You always refer to them as the son of their father. So what are they saying about Jesus here? That he doesn't have a... And there's a word, let's not talk, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. I'm just saying, there's some bad language, they all knew what they were saying here. You got no daddy, I'm saying, all right, now over here, what do the pagans and the Gentiles say when they meet him often, often? Okay, demon-possessed guy, son of the most high God, Syrophoenician woman, but she answered him, Lord, first time he was called Lord, was a pagan, oh, Samaritan woman, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet, and then I know the Messiah is coming. Are you the guy? Like, she was like, yeah, 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 she was feeling it. And then lastly, the Roman centurion, he died so well, he basically dies and says, this man really was the son of God, a Roman centurion. He saw, every, he saw thousands die, and he was overwhelmed by this death. I pray that we are too. Uh, and the resurrection. That came a little bit later. Okay, let's roll in again. Clever slide. Keep it moving, right? Okay, uh, and begged him earnestly not to send him out of the country. Now, great herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside, and they begged him, saying, send us to the pigs. Let us enter them. Whoa, Dougie, what are the pigs doing around here? Well, there's a lot of there's just speculation. You know, the uh, commentators had speculation. So if, these were, if they were like Jews on the other side of the galley where they were tending them, uh, they were like, I don't know, this is some sort of illegal pig racket. It's like ham racket, like shh, because they don't eat this stuff, right? Now, some said, well, maybe these guys were like lots of pigs because the Romans dig pig. Romans dig pig. Listen, if you have, have you all ever been to Italy? There's like, isn't there like 30 kinds of ham? Just ham, right? So they dig it, and it was part of, it was part of the, the soldiers were raising it. So listen, this was a big source of food. This is tons of money and source of food. And if they, in my second case, it's actually for the soldiers and the army. So these pigs are important to peace. 
Believe me, Pax Romana was all about the pig. And so the loss of these pigs is not little at all. But it's kind of odd. Guess what the, the, uh, the demons say? Put us in the pigs. Uh, the demons are asking permission of this guy, Jesus. Demons, okay, hold up, hold up. Demons ask permission. When, okay, all right, when did we last hear this? Permission. A demon asking God permission. I did call him Jesus. Okay, so roll the tape back to Job. He actually goes before God in a really worshipful way. God lets him in. He permits. He permits Satan. He permits. He didn't create sin, but he, he's, he's permitting this to happen, right? And he, he just has to ask God this. This is permission. They are asking him something. They're saying, hey, uh, this is our destruction that's about to happen. You mean like, is this like the end times destruction? Woo, oh my goodness. Wow, we're on the clock. We're, 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 uh, we're going to go. These demons are freaking out. And they say, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Please, they're begging God, or Jesus. Well, same thing. They're begging to go into this, put us in the pigs. And Jesus is going to give a demonstration of his first coming that's going to be like the second coming. This is the second coming, lake of fire. It's going to be big and bad. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of like a little snapshot. So he puts them in the pigs. Oh, yeah, there they are. Kind of cute, huh? Puts them in the pigs. Demons ask to choose. They beg. They beg for their own demise. They beg for their own demise. They choose their end. And my brothers and sisters, not my fault. Not my fault. It's not my fault. You're going to send me where? That's not my fault. You're not going to bring me into the family of God? I never asked to be in the family of God. What are you choosing then? What are you choosing? I'll do it. I'll do it myself. Okay. You're choosing yourself. I got you. Your choice has been made. So anyway, they ask him. Uh, this is the precursor to say, yes, yes, lake of fire. Check it out. 20, 20, uh, 10, Matthew 25. Jesus also speaks of all demons and some people. I know I had to talk about it. I can't, look, I can't just sit here and talk about demon stuff without just talking a little bit about hell. I got to. I got to. I can't avoid it. This scene is ripe with it. But there's good news. I promise I'll get to that. So hang in there. Hang in there. Okay, good. Let's roll to another one. The herdsmen fled and told the city and the country, and the people came to see what was happening. And they came to Jesus and saw a demon-possessed man, the one who had the legion sitting there clothed in his right mind and they were afraid peace 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 i give to you peace i leave with you oh my god this man had peace that's really good do you want that i i don't I, i'm not here to, to just talk to non-believers I'm talking also to brothers and sisters in Christ as well, right? You want some peace? It doesn't just come from making one decision a few years ago. You ask it continually. This place is, this place is so bad sometimes, right? Sometimes the way we treat each other is the best thing that ever happened to us. That's why we have to love one another because this place is rough. It's rough and we ask and pray for peace. Sometimes you're the deliverance of the peace. We'll get to that at the end. I know I'm doing the end right now. But, uh, but this man receives peace from God's 
own voice. And he's sitting there dressed and in his right mind. We need to talk about the right mind at the end of this. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, sitting, clothed, right mind at peace. All I can say is run. Run to him. What, are you, what, what else is there? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Medications, okay, fine. Self-help, I'm digging it. Absolutely. Who do you think inspired that? But for Pete's sake, isn't it time? Just run. Run him. Even if you're a believer, run, man. Run. Fall down on your knees. Pray for peace. The war is over. Go to the place he prepared for you. It's not that lake of... I know he... I understand he prepared the lake of fire. It's a justice thing. I can't do that right now. But believe me, he prepared a different place right with him for us. Not only when you first come to believe, which I pray you will, but also right now, believers, we got to run to him constantly. Run to him to go back into that peace. Let's try another one. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create himself one new man in place of two, so making peace. That law, can I tell you about law? I know that sounds like the law, abolishing the law. There are laws that run in our heart and our minds about who we are. They're like laws. They never stop. It's like how we think of ourselves, how we sit, talk to ourselves, or whatever unseen thing is saying some things to us. Even after you're a believer, Satan and the demons can talk, okay? Whether it's in your flesh or outside of you, all I'm saying is, Abolish that law of who it used to be said about you. He can abolish that law, but he did it through his flesh, not through some self-help book. Uh, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you and you were when you, who you're far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles, the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Go ahead. And they began to beg Jesus to depart from the region. And he was getting, so he was doing as they said. He was getting into the boat. The man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. And he did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And when he went away and began to proclaim, begged people to listen in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everyone marveled. A lot of begging going on. Demons are begging. The people are begging him to leave. This man's begging, can I go with you? And he says, I tell you what, you're going to be like, uh, like a missionary. The Decapolis was actually a region. It was a region, not just like a, a city. It was, it was lots of cities. And this guy was going to go and say, he was only going to say one thing. He's really just going to talk about how this person delivered me. 
you might think to yourself, I've got to go through this complex theological explanation of the existence of God. You are the explanation of the existence of God. I am. Because without him, my God, what Brad would be, oh my God. Oh my God. How different am I from that guy kneeling down at the beginning of the story? How different are you? All right, where are we at now? <laughs> Roll one more. Let's see where we're at. That's okay. It's okay. Oh, wait. I know. I know. Okay, you read the video. Let's do that. Yeah, because I, I actually had to write on my hand one thing. Yes. Let's do the video, and then we'll come back, and we're going to just talk a little bit more if that's okay. All right? Go ahead. What? You should see the face. No. What face? No, nothing. I saw a face. Like, there's no face. Tell him about the face. No. Like, Ramirez is kind of religious. Just ignore him. Trust me. Detective? See? That's what you're talking about? Everybody believes in him a little bit. Even guys like you who pretend they don't. What's this? An apology note left at the site of a hit and run. My wife and son were killed out on Bethlehem Pike five years ago, but that's okay, because whoever did it is sorry. You can tell by the heartfelt apology on the back of a car wash coupon. So no, I don't believe in the devil. We don't need him. People are bad enough by themselves. Okay. You say, all right, I've never been possessed by a demon. Uh, okay, not in that technicolor way that the guy screaming naked, you've never run screaming, breaking chains. Um, let me ask you this. What is original sin? What is it? What is it? Why did Jesus in John 8 say, oh, you have a father and it's not me? We've all been, I, I'm sorry to use a euphemism, but, you've, well, it's not really a euphemism, but we've all been bit, snake bit. Who taught me to yell at my mother? Where is that coming from? To walk away from people who need me. Where is it that I want the destruction of all the people that hurt me, and I'll burn down my life to prove it? Where does that come from? Where did I go to school for that? Where did I go to ignore the person who looks and acts differently than me? I don't go to school for that, to lie and to cheat. I didn't go to school for that. It was built in. Something's wrong, man. Something's wrong on the inside. It's like I'm, it's like I'm, it's like I'm, yeah, I'm possessed with something. It may not be going, but it's, not, it's bad. It's bad. So what now? So uh, Jesus like the man, Jesus, like this man, um, he went down to his knees in the Garden of Gethsemane. He went down to his knees, just like that crazy guy. And in there, it said that Jesus wept bitterly. Now, that can be interpreted not just as crying a lot, but crying in a way that's almost like out of control, face down on the ground, begging God, why? 
because, see, um, for your sake, he made him sin who knew no sin so that you and I can become the righteousness of God. And he knew on the ground the weight of being disconnected from that father. And now, who's going to be his father? If that father turns his back, who's going to be his father? That father is going to accuse him of every sin to such a degree that he became it. He didn't sin. Christ is going to have to bear it as if he did it, but he didn't. He's going to die that way. He's going to die that way so that we can become the righteousness of God. <laughs> because in the biggest in your face to Satan in history, he's going to be resurrected in the face of Satan and be told that no one is going to be lost from my hand. Wouldn't you rather be there? He's such a better father than you or the other guy. And now for you who are believers, tell somebody. Man, tell somebody. Just, you don't say anything. Just treat people in a way that is like, how in the world did you do that? How did you not do that? And how did you do that? If you don't know, pray. God, fill my hands and fill my heart. And also realize um, that there's still some things to cast out of your life. If you don't want to call them demons, I don't care what you call it. Don't care what you call it. Call it whatever you want to call it. But ask him because he can supernaturally do it. He can supernaturally chase it away. It may take a lifetime. And for me, it's taking a long on certain things. But don't give up. Keep praying. Knock on the door. Stick close to daddy on that. All right. Let's, uh, we've been talking a lot about him. So let's talk to him. And pray. Thank you so much, Father God, for letting us call you Father. Um, my God, we need you. We need you the first day that you found us, and we'll need you every day. Thank you, Christ. Thank you so much, Christ. Chase the shadows away. Please, please, please chase the shadows away from me and chase the shadows away from my brothers and sisters. Please chase them away. We ask it in your name. That's why, um, and um, we love you, but we're so much more amazed at how much you love us. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, let's have some good words. I don't know, a benediction. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. <laughs> oh, go in peace. Have a great week.